You are about to hear an interview with Le Plaisir. Le Plaisir are proud to be playing this year's Sled Island Music Festival in Calgary, Alberta. Happening June 20th to 24th, Sled Island is a multi-venue festival, and this year's lineup is a doozy, featuring Dirty Projectors, Flaming Lips, Deerhoof, Thundercat, Y Oak, Mount Kimby, Shabazz Palaces, Mary Timoney playing Helium, Cherry Glazer, Mount Erie, Grouper, and so, so, so much more. Head over to Sled island.com now and purchase yourself a wristband or individual tickets hurry individual tickets for certain shows are going fast Welcome to Cups and Cakes Presents Inside the Artist Studio. The interview you're about to hear was originally recorded March 19th, 2018. To find out more about Cups and Cakes, visit them at cupsandcakespod.com. That's cups, the letter N, cakespod.com. What you're about to hear may contain filthy language and adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Le Plaisir are an Edmonton duo made up of Amelia Aspen, formerly of the Lad Mags, and Doug Organ of Edmonton Studios. They are not only partners in music, but partners in life. Their project started when they left Edmonton a few years ago for Paris and continued upon their return. Their psychedelic style of pop music features garage rock guitar over fuzzy organ and a drum machine. Sadly, Edmonton came to learn that just when things were starting to get exciting with Le Plaisir, Amelia and Doug would be leaving again, this time bound for LA. Here to talk about their forthcoming album, the move to LA, and more is Amelia and Doug. Welcome to Inside the Artist Studio. Hello. Howdy. So, in 2015, you guys took off for Paris. You left a black hole in this city's music scene. <laughs> we were all so excited when you guys came back. You started this new band, released your first EP, started playing shows. It was almost kind of like you guys never left, but you guys are leaving us again. <laughs> it's true. Mm-hmm. We're headed to the beach. So, uh, I guess my big question is, what's driving you guys down to LA? It's a Honda. It's a 2007. <laughs> 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 uh, welcome to the dad joke hour. <laughs> um, Doug actually hated Paris because he's a weirdo. And uh, so when we got back, it was kind of his turn to pick. And he picked LA. Nice. Yeah. Is this uh, like a permanent thing or was this just to go and try something else? It's as permanent as, as possible. Yeah. Um, I, what I've been saying is unless something goes really, really well or really, really badly. Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. So cool. Um, is there any plan when you're done? <laughs> are you just, did you, like, I, I, it's something I always admire if you guys are just, like, picking up and going without any sort of idea, but. I, no, I, I, I'd like to be more like that. Okay. Just sort of like, I don't know, I heard they got sun there, so we're going. Um, the, the plan is, I mean, it's the, it's the center of music. Yeah. Like, the, you know, of, in this universe. So, yeah. um. Specifically the recording industry too. Like I think because Doug is a recording engineer and there's just so many opportunities there. Even even like the unglamorous stuff that's available there is 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 better than, you know, I mean you end up having to, I think, take on a lot of sort of grunt work to keep the studio lights on here and Mm -hmm. you know, which is fine and it's part of the job, but I think I don't know. Yeah. Doing grunt work and then going to the beach after is a little more that's enticing. a little different yeah. <laughs> do either of you guys surf 
No. God, no. no. Oh, are you going to learn? I'm going to try. And... You, is, that, is the mic picking that up? <laughs> that, those are my rock hard abs that I get from surfing. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Um, okay, well, we mentioned off mic that you guys, your visas are strange, and they only allow you to play music down in the States? Well, they're actually, I mean, it's a pretty normal artist visa. Um, it's a little bit more restrictive than, than the ones that we had for France. In France, I think they basically kind of just don't want you to leech off their social security system. So they're like, yeah, you're here for an artist project you can do your whatever your work is but also like if you need to work in a bar or work in a shop or whatever to to afford your wine and baguette that's no problem whereas in the states they're like you are here to do this and you will do this and nothing else and that is it so uh, a little bit of anxiety to try to make ends meet just playing music it's kind of uh, I I've come around. I think it's yeah. it's kind of for the better. I mean, it'll give us some focus. Yeah. Like, you know, we can't, we can't work at Burger King. Yeah. So we've got to, you know, we got to do what we're down there to do. And but yeah. we'll only be able to afford to eat at Burger King. Yeah. I think, like, I mean, living in Edmonton has so many benefits, but also it's really hard to find time to fit in doing music here. You know, you have to basically have to have a day job. I mean, unless you find some sort of miraculous living situation, it's just kind of not really part of the culture to to just be an artist here. Yeah. I've found, um, so I'm kind of I find it really enticing to sort of just have time to go and do only that. That's cool. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. So you guys are going down there with a new album in tow, done, correct? <laughs> Dunnish. Dunnish. Mm-hmm. Oh, still working on it a little Dun-esque. bit, Doug. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's called Crown Shyness. Do we know when it's coming out? Uh, if it's going to be released through a label? What formats it's going to be released in? Uh, it's going to come out on vinyl, digitally and on vinyl, uh, in June. We were originally going to release it in April, but uh, then this move, our moving timeline, kind of jumped up really quickly and uh so yeah it's gonna come out in june um we're looking at i think the third week we're gonna be back in canada um playing some shows and so we'll do a release and hopefully hang out with some buds third week in june might that be sled (laughs) island (laughs) it might be sled island (laughs) (laughs) right on um do you guys were, were you planning on releasing it independently or are you shopping it around I, we're just going to put it out on our own, I think. Nice. Like, yeah. We, we did, um, I did all the lead mag stuff kind of on my own, so mm-hmm. I, I kind of know the drill. And I, I'm a little bit bossy, so I'd rather just kind of like be in charge of all the details myself. Right on. Mm-hmm. So I'm told you guys approached the album a little differently than your debut EP, uh, the writing of it mostly. Uh, care to talk about that? Um, yeah, when we did the the EP, um, we wrote that when we were in Paris, and it, we basically kind of started doing it just because, like, we didn't know anybody yet. We were living in this tiny apartment, and we're like, oh, my God, what have we done? Um, and we just sort of had all this time, and so we just started kind of dicking around with playing together without having performing live being any kind of consideration. Like, it didn't really occur to us that we would necessarily be doing that. Mm-hmm. But with this record we you know we've obviously we've been playing shows a little bit and so we've had to kind of simplify things to be able to be performed by two people fair enough yeah i think we each played like i think i played five instruments on the 
for each song on the EP. <laughs> Probably the same for Doug, if not more. And uh, You guys can't just grow a bunch of extra limbs? Well, you know, maybe we can just get like a gigantic prog-style band and, you know, like 12 people, <laughs> jamboree-style. Uh, so I'm assuming, Doug, you recorded and engineered the whole thing? Mm-hmm. And was it done here at Edmonton Studios? Yes. I, Are I'm, you confused I'm just, about that? Uh, no, I'm just trying to remember. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah, because I mean, we finished the EP in Edmonton. Yeah. Um, but it was, yeah, it was almost entirely recorded in, in Paris. And and so it, the, the process also did kind of change from a recording point of view because our, air quotes, recording studio in Paris was... Was, our, you know, our tiny bedroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, with like two microphones and, you know, and like fake guitar amps and... and like ambient <laughs> traffic, yeah. Paris traffic noises <laughs> and like grouchy Parisians yelling at each other in the background yeah. and what nice. have you. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, and this one was begun and, and almost entirely done in, in a real studio. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, who knows if it'll be, if it'll sonically be any different, but yeah. Yeah. So, Edmonton Studios, you owned, I guess. Still do, as of now. Right now, okay. (laughs) Uh, um, I'm curious, uh, the fate, you're trying to sell it, you're not just shutting it down, right? No, it would be heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, uh, And there's, since talking about, uh, about it changing hands, I've met probably a dozen people who are all some degree of interested oh good um yeah so i thought you know worst case scenario i could just put them all in a in a jar and poke holes in the lid and (laughs) let them i hope between now and whenever this gets released there's like a massive bidding war yeah massive totally (laughs) well it's really good to hear that this thing's still going to be around because it is an important part of edmonton so yeah i'm glad that it's not just you know getting mothballed yeah it did feel a little bit weird like he just had his 10th anniversary and people were so cool about that and were really supportive and you know came and celebrated that with us which was so great and it feels a little bit weird like a couple months later to be like okay see you later (laughs) (laughs) well it also got you on the avenue top 40 under 40 list too yeah congratulations on that that's pretty wild (laughs) um so okay i'm gonna move back to the album your ep you guys put out had kind of a theme behind it a love during the apocalypse and i was wondering if there was a bit of a concept that ties this new album together there is um the album is called crown shyness which is um the name of it's a natural phenomenon that occurs in forests where um even if the forest is is really dense and there are tons and tons of trees the tops of the trees will actually grow in a way that they don't touch you know and i don't know if it's because they're like either restraining themselves or repelling other trees or whatever but for for whatever reason even in like the densest jungle all of the trees are kind of alone and not really touching each other okay so you know and that's a heavy metaphor for uh just kind of the you know the human condition man um and just kind of the weird stuff that people do intentionally or unintentionally that keeps other people at a distance so i don't know i mean it's a pretty loose concept but um I, I'm, I hate writing lyrics so much. It's so hard for me. And so I, I kind of have to have like a conceptual constraint of some sort or else I just I will spin out forever. Fair enough. Yeah. 
So this episode's coming out alongside the first single from your debut album. It's uh, it's called No Ordinary Wave. Is that right? Yep, that's true. And there's also a video. Yeah, we got to make a video with Parker Thiessen, who is so awesome. He, um, for anybody who doesn't know, probably everybody knows him, but um, he runs the Pseudo Laboratories label, which puts out tons of really good stuff. And he plays in um, a bunch of really rad bands, and he uh, he's done music videos for, oh my God, so many people, like Marlena Moore, John Common, Switches, Carbalizer. Mm-hmm. Um, rhythm of Cruelty, so on and so on, like yeah. tons. Uber yeah, talented. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and his stuff is just really good. Like I think he has this really cool ability to kind of like really quickly get a sense of what a band's kind of vibe is. I don't know, they're whatever their sort of aesthetic is, and yeah. he can just sort of translate that into visuals really well. Um, like when we were shooting it, I didn't totally have a clear sense of what his idea was or what he was going to do. Um, and he had pre-made a bunch of, of visuals to sort of project onto us and they were so perfect. Like they just were, oh man, it was like he reached into my brain. It was really awesome. <laughs> right on. Yeah. Yeah. So can we find that, uh, YouTube is like, you guys have a YouTube channel? Um, by the time this podcast episode is released, yeah. the answer will be yes. Nice. Yes. It's at HTTP. Right on. I got one final question before we jump into the rapid fire, and it involves the rest of 2018. What can you tell me about the rest of 2018? <laughs> well, we'll be starving in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be back in Edmonton to play some shows and heading down to Calgary for Sled Island in June. Mm-hmm. Um, we're planning on doing a bunch of touring in the fall. Details TBD. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's kind of it. Is anything else actually written in stone? No, we, we're just kind of rolling with it at this point. It yeah. feels a little bit weird, but well, I, I don't know. My understanding is you just go down and wait for the Grammys to roll in. Oh, isn't that, that's what <laughs> that's, happens for everybody, so, right? Yeah, yeah okay. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So will you guys do, obviously you're allowed to play in the States, so touring around in the States, is that going to be something yeah. that's on the itinerary? Even, I mean, even just... California. Yeah. Um, at first would be. I'm good. so excited about touring. I just have to say, I'm very excited about touring in California yeah. and like in the States in general. Like, I love Canada so much, but driving three to eight hours to get to your next show is so crazy. Yeah. We did this tour in October, um, sort of a belated release tour for our EP. And like, we were driving through the mountains in Doug's Honda with like no winter tires. And I was like, Oh Jesus, we're going to die. This is it. It's over. That's illegal now. Is it? NBC. Yeah. Oh, That's right. Oops. Yeah. Profitable. I mean, nothing. We didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm really looking cool. forward to like short drives, temperate climate. And we have some, like we have a bunch of really good friends down there that are musicians. So I think it'll be, yeah. And, and just population density. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I can't imagine the difference. You guys are going to love it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's like, there are a lot of things about playing shows in Edmonton that we'll definitely miss. 
you know, I mean, it's this is a special place and we've got, there are a lot of people here who have been super supportive and are really amazing and talented. And that'll, that'll be hard to do without at first, but like, yeah, I mean, you can play, you can play a couple of times a week in LA if you want to, mm-hmm. and it's totally fine. It's no big deal. Yeah, that's one of those things. I, I never would have thought of that because I'm not in a band. Like, yeah. You book a show, you're not booking another show for a month, two months. It's true. Maybe like, three if you're big enough. Yeah, I mean, we don't we don't have that problem. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but, you know, I mean, it is, I've been on both sides of, of that arrangement as, like, a promoter and as a musician, and, like, it's just, you're kind of screwing someone if you, if yeah. you overbook yourself. You sort of kill your draw. Yeah. And it's tough. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm very excited for you guys. It's going to be a Thank fun you. adventure. So, before we say goodbye, we've got this big list of rapid-fire questions, and they don't need to be rapid if you don't want. <laughs> we'll, uh, do, we'll do our best. You can ramble on, <laughs> by all means, but uh, we'll just start going through and see what happens. So, my first question is, what album sparked your love of music? Oh, mine's too embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know what I have to say because I know what it is. Let's okay. let's both say ours on the count of three. One, two, three. It's let's been doctors. One, four. <laughs> <laughs> Divorce. What? <laughs> uh, what's your current musical obsession? Uh, Moon Duo just put out this like this two song EP of with with two covers. It's a uh, a suicide cover backed with a Stooges cover, and it's so good. God, they're the coolest. I just want them to take us on tour so bad. <laughs> nice. I I always say um, she hasn't got a, a brand new album, but I always say Kate Lebon. Yeah. Um, who is like the only thing I've cared about in the last five years. Nice. And um, but the exception is Here Lies Man. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Did you see them at Up Downtown? Yes. Wow. Uh, wasn't that amazing? Yeah. They were so amazing. I just that this the sound in that room, like that room, is so hard to mix in, and yeah. it was like it, you you couldn't even really hear them. It was such a bummer. But man, I love I love that band, we're and they play in LA a lot. See and hear them a lot. Nice. When we become their new best friends. <laughs> they followed us on Instagram for exactly one day. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you had that like, one day of joy, though. Totally. Yeah. yeah, I think they liked one image that we put out before our EP came out, and then I think they heard it and they were like, "Oh, you're not what we thought you were." <laughs> uh, burgers or pizza? Pizza. Yeah, pizza. How do you take your coffee? Black like my soul. I can't. I can't do coffee. I always think I can, and I love coffee. Um, latte, I think, would be the answer, but I, I just can't do it anymore. That's true. Actually, living in France really changed my relationship with dairy. I, I'm, a, I'm a latte girl now as well. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. What's the best movie you've seen recently? Not Zoolander 2. Oh, God. Doug just made me watch the worst movie. I'm still actually pretty fucking mad about it. It involved... Am I allowed to say the F word on this? Yeah, okay. absolutely. Um, it involved, like, elephant jizz. It was horrible. I don't really... I don't even know what it was called. Uh, what was the best movie I've seen recently? I don't know. That's all right. We've skipped this <laughs> I've been I've been spacing out on a lot of Netflix lately, yeah. but I... I it's quantity, not quality. That's the way it goes with Netflix. Yeah. 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 We like, we both have been working seven days a week, basically 16 hours a day, trying to sort of save money and get our shit together for this move. And so whenever we have one hour to watch something, it's just like, I just marathon <laughs> bullshit. I don't even care what it is. Totally. Like, 
whatever has the most episodes. Yeah. Like, okay, <laughs> just put it on. <laughs> Star Trek Next Gen. Yeah. Well, we did that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. The second season when there was a writer's strike. Hilarious. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. You can always skip season one and two of Next Gen. Just go right to three. And was it was one where Riker didn't have a beard and yeah. two he did and yeah. then they liked it? Okay. Yeah. But there's so many hilarious moments. Like there's one where he's wearing like this weird, where Riker's wearing a sparkly unitard with some sort of like weird <laughs> nard sling. You know what I mean? You know what I, the sexy, sexy, sexy <laughs> space unitard? <laughs> and then there's one where Captain Picard gets all like flustered when the hot doctor um, she says something sassy to him and he goes, oh, or something like he does this weird, like it's the weirdest noise yeah, ever. Yeah. We rewound it we like rewound 50 it, yeah. times. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Alcohol or marijuana? Alcohol. Marijuana, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> Not that we do any drugs, United States border agents. Yeah. <laughs> it's legal in California. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. We've, you, we've still you guys been are going to a place where it, like it won't be legal by the time you leave. They say it's going to be, but it won't be. That's oh, in, in Canada. Yeah. 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 Anyways, um, what's the best thing to happen to you on stage? I've been flashed quite a bit. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's nice. Yeah. It's a nice treat. Yeah. Kim, Kim and Donna from the Wet Secrets used to on the regular show up at his like his jazz <laughs> gigs and get their guns out. Yeah. They're burlesque dancers, so it was kind of. You know. Yeah. Nobody flashes me. Oh. Seems unfair. That is unfair. I want to see some boobs. Yeah. Just yeah, putting it out there. Let's just make sure that that's what she meant by flash. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Boobs. Yeah, yeah, no, no. We're talking about boobs. <laughs> Nobody wants to see a penis. Mm-mm. Um, I had somebody, it was like her steg at party and she like weaveled up to the front of the stage and sang three lines of a lad bag song directly into my face and then passed out face planted <laughs> on the stage and knocked my mic into my teeth that is that is kind of, that's flattering at least it was actually like pretty adorable yeah. that she remembered lad Meg's lyrics even though she was clearly <laughs> <laughs> uh what's the worst thing to happen oh god um, the sound in Edson Hinton, where was it? In BC. Oh my God, Nelson. 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 Oh yeah. yeah. We played this really weird show in Nelson. There's this guy named, what's his name? Daryl. Randy. I don't know, some, something. <laughs> he's like, he's like basically a walking fedora and he used to have like this sort of, um, like this bongo station set up and pre-miked in case he sort of felt moved to join in with the band. I mean, unfortunately, his Dale, his name is Dale. Unfortunately, he didn't have his, his, he wasn't feeling the bongo spirits uh, when we were playing there, but he was a total condescending asshole who then didn't pay us and... And, and other stuff. Yeah. But I mean, like, to... I've had a lot of bad sound in my day. Yeah. I mean, my you know, one of my day jobs has been 
professional musician for a couple of decades now. Yeah. And that is single-handedly the worst live sound ever. <laughs> really? It was so Dale bad. Dale from Hinton. Oh, man. <laughs> he, he took over this really awesome, formerly awesome venue called The Royal in Nelson. It's like a beautiful room. And they used to have these crazy shows there. And so we were playing there with John Common, which, I mean, it's like a recipe for a super good time. And it was just mm-hmm. like a fucking disaster. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. But at least, you know, it was a couple of bands that were all buds. So we yeah. got to laugh about it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad we had the other band. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. How many pets do you have and what are their names? <laughs> um, we have one pet slash best friend named Hector. And he is a 12-year-old puggle. And he is the best dog of all time, um, bar none. Mm-hmm. Does he travel True well? Fact. He, uh, he, I mean, he's pretty reluctant, but he's been a, he's been a good sport. We've dragged him around. He came to Paris with yeah, us, and nice. the I mean, he knows when we're preparing to travel, and he doesn't like that. <laughs> like the suitcase comes out, and he's like, "Oh man, here we Not go." Not again, that? you fucking dicks. Yeah, <laughs> but then like you stick him on a train or whatever or you know or a, yeah. or a plane or a car and he's like totally happy nice. we like we took him on a train trip all across like france and italy and he was totally chill he was like i mean constantly just rolling his eyes at us and being like oh god you guys are the worst and, and he was also i mean nothing against humans i mean we're, we have our upsides but he was like a hundred times better behaved than any human on that train like it's it's sometimes i feel like it's not that hard to That's outbehave true. a yeah, totally. I was just gonna say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Beatles or the Stones? Stones. Sorry, babe. I just have to say that um, Doug one time basically broke a Beatles trivia app because he loves and knows so much about the Beatles that he even knows more than the internet. That's somebody somebody <laughs> downloaded a Beatles trivia app to try and like best him and yeah. like there was smoke coming off of the phone. Yeah, I was like, trick question because, you know. Um, well, That's actually, impressive. George Harrison's mother was born um, on a Thursday in February. <laughs> so technically she's a Sagittarius. <laughs> what was your first car? I don't drive. Yeah. T- TBD. Oh, yeah. you're driving the whole way down? It was a 2019 TBD. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had a 91 Taurus, um, that if it hadn't died on me, uh, I would still have, and it was fantastic. Everybody says that everybody loves their first car. Yeah. Everybody wishes they still had their first car. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. What's the best Canadian city to play? Well, I haven't played in all of them, so I don't really know. I mean, Edmonton. Come on. Let's be real. Edmonton. Yeah. I mean, as long as it's not fucking nelson i'm stoked to play anywhere <laughs> i mean and even nelson as long as dale's not doing the show we it's hard to have some objectivity about it but um all reports indicate from people from canadians outside of edmonton that playing in edmonton is the best nice. like that we you know um go to the shows have a good time and buy merch yeah mm-hmm. um, definitely whereas, buy merch yeah 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 we are big spenders i yeah. know that for sure Bless your hearts, every single one of you Edmonton merch buyers. Thank you, Chris Duke. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What's the weirdest request you've ever had from a fan? I played a show, this is not with Le Plaisir, but I played a show a lifetime ago, and somebody, a lady at the restaurant, left a handwritten note on my keyboard that said, I want to lick your face. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't know if that's Who a was song. It? I'll kill her. I don't know if that was a song she was requesting that I just didn't know or <laughs> or what. I don't I don't think so, buddy. Oh, okay. Uh, people used to be super weird to Lad Migs at shows. Like we would get just like the strangest requests. Like people would want always want to come up and play our gear. Like I don't. I I feel like if we were dudes, you wouldn't be asking us this. But, that like, is but, weird. Like, yeah. No, drunky, you can't touch me. Totally. Get your hands. That was a great steak sandwich. Can I can I go play with your knives? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your biggest pet peeve? I mean, this is probably kind of ironic considering how many times we flaked on you for recording this podcast, but I fucking hate flaky people. <laughs> I just really do. This isn't a subtweet or, or anything, but um, many people are less than delicate with headphones at my studio. Oh, yeah. So I have to replace headphones pretty frequently. Yeah. Or they're held together with duct he's tape. He's totally subtweeting. He's thinking about somebody very specifically right now. I just know it. <laughs> well, it's not your studio anymore. That's well, true. As of yeah, as of now it is. <laughs> okay. As of recording this, when yeah. this comes out. Aw, you I'm, okay, buddy? I'm going to go full um, office space on on the the dead headphones when I leave. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take them out back and <laughs> Damn, it feels good to be a guest. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, give me one of your bucket list items. I want to move to Paris. <laughs> you already did that. Yeah, we can cross that off the list. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I want to do everything. I would really love to. I would love to play Japan. I would really love to tour Japan. That'd be cool. Yeah, it would be the coolest. Yeah, and I'm not a traveler. Like I really don't like. I'm a homebody, and I really don't like travel. Mm-hmm. But I've got to see Japan. Um, and we didn't make it to for a variety of reasons to either Greece or anywhere in North Africa. Yeah. And yeah, I've got to do Amelia lived in Africa for a while. I did, and I've also been to Greece. That's right. Mm-hmm. For someone who just claimed they're not a traveler, you need to go to North <laughs> Africa and Greece. Yeah. And also, he can't stop moving away. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't really believe you when you say you're not a traveler, mm. Doug. I think you're lying. <laughs> Um, okay, here, this is going to be fitting because you guys will, you can have long debates about this on the way down to California. Oh, good. Favorite road trip album? Shuffle. I'm a shuffle guy. Ah, yeah. Doug is a total road trip, um, playlist bully. He refuses to let me pick the music. We have kind of a hard time because we don't really like any of the same stuff. Like, basically, Le Plaisir is the, like sliver in the middle of a Venn diagram of the crossover that we both like. It's basically like if like, you zoom in, you're like, Oh, they do touch. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the <laughs> Yeah. So there's a lot of like road trip stereo fights. In, if it's just me on a road trip, um, something must have happened to me when I was 12 because the, the albums that I was listening to on road trips when I was 12 are still totally magical. And nice. so like Lemonheads, yeah. it's a shame about Ray and Paul Simon Graceland yeah. and Spin Doctors. Perfect. Are you trying to make Spin Doctors the theme of this interview? I'm, it's my job out. to embarrass you. <laughs> if you could hang out with one of your musical idols, would you? I would say no, because I get really super weird and shy and tongue-tied and awkward, and then I and then I get humiliated after. Anytime I've ever met anybody that I have felt starstruck by, I'm like, Ugh. Actually, one time I went to South by Southwest uh, just to hang out with some friends, and we were at this 
this show that, I don't know, it was like a band that Jack White was dating one of the band members at the time. And he used to be, before he turned into a totally insane gremlin, mm-hmm. he used to be like my super crush. And uh, he walked into the space that I was in and I was like, I got to go. We got to go. I just grabbed my friend. And I was like, we're leaving. We're leaving this show right now. Sorry. We're out of here. Because I just was like, I'm going to throw myself at his feet and start crying or something. So we got to bounce before I humiliate myself. <laughs> Um, I've been I've been really lucky and and have hung out with a couple of musical idols and I'm more than half the time they've been totally great human beings. Nice. Um, yeah. It's only occasionally has it been like oh, you know, now I don't like the Rio Statics anymore or whatever. Yeah. Like yeah. Are we? Are Rio, you specifically the pointing Statics at the Rio were Statics? Were your musical heroes that disappointed you? Um. I didn't know this about I, you. I just picked that randomly, but I did uh, absolutely embarrass, like humiliate myself in front of uh, uh, Martin Tielli, um at the Junos 94 years ago. Did you barf on him? No, but those were in my drinking days, and I and I did make a drunken fool of myself. Ooh. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. If you could fight, physically or verbally, any musician, who would it be? Um, this, I hope this doesn't sound crass, but, um, I've kind of, I've made a conscious decision to do less bad mouthing and it's not just because I'm a great person. It's because, <laughs> because I you like do so much bad mouthing. Well, no, I, I just, I don't want to like move to Los Angeles and then meet, you know, somebody that I've just been bad mouthing. Fair enough. And then, you know, who is listening to this podcast and sadly like, oh, exactly you're that, no one you're sadly, that no doug organ uh, okay <laughs> Ooh, actually i have an answer to that i have an answer to this question fucking julian casablanca did you read that goddamn interview i didn't know. okay um julian casablanca's like just did this publish this interview where he was like having these high school stoner revelations about how the music industry's been like swallowed up by capitalism man and like (laughs) it was just like the most tedious (laughs) shithead drivel of all time and he was saying all this really weird stuff like about how Jimi hendrix was underappreciated in his time and he was so full of shit that even the interviewer was like well i mean that was a number one record and he did close woodstock so and he's like well you know you know what i mean man and he was talking about how like you know if if everything was right in the world everyone would know who Ariel Pink is, and it's like, does anyone not know who Ariel Pink is? I mean, yeah. he's he's been around. It's like my favorite font. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I can't remember his name, but I I picked a guy, and I'm okay with bad mouthing him. He's this tall. He sings auto tune jazz. He's Canadian. Michael Bublé. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he's gross. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be down for, he's for like a, he's, a Michael Bublé beaten. Yeah. yeah, for real. He's like a real butt squeezer, too. I don't know why anybody yeah. like has any time for that guy. <laughs> and he's consistently been married to the like most gorgeous women on the planet. Well, yeah. S- there's a sucker born every minute. Yeah. You know? He plays that music that uh, people that don't like music like. <laughs> Yeah, right? That's yeah. very true. That is like the most perfect description of his music I think I've ever heard. And we were just talking about this uh, before we sat down. Apparently, no one likes music. That's what I've come to decide. Yeah. <laughs> I, f- I think that people don't like to pay for music. 
they don't like to work for it right now. Yeah. I feel like it'll change. I think, I don't know. It seems like a weird sort of like transitional time. It is strange. I got one last question for you guys. If you just found out you were the last person on earth, what's the first thing you would do? Come on, you guys wrote a oh whole EP God. about yeah. being in love during the apocalypse. Well, okay, in all fairness, I mean, I did write a song about it. I would just, like, like grab the person that I secretly had a crush on for... This is assuming that you had died in the apocalypse. But, he, I mean, you said only you're the only person left. Oh, if it's just me? Well, yeah, it would be Well, I just guess my... <laughs> it makes it a downer. Maybe, maybe to make it less of a downer, <laughs> Doug's still there. If we were the last two people on Earth... Um, I would stockpile <laughs> taco supplies. That's a great for, idea. For one week until they all went bad. I would, I would learn a lot about botany in that one week. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I got to grow my own avocados. Oh, my God. And you could uh, switch out the beef. I've been doing spaghetti squash tacos. Oh. Solid. Oh, nice. nice. Solid. I do love good spaghetti squash. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think I would like, I would go and um, just hang out in all of the Los Angeles houses that um, are being sold out from under our noses every second and just enjoy being in that place on our own because we're getting real fucked over by the LA real estate market right now, I gotta say. Uh oh. Yep, yeah. old people problems. Just dig through everybody's fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh my god, I would read everyone's diary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Careful if, world. If the end is coming, you better burn that shit, everyone, because I'm coming for your dirty secrets. Right on. Well, Amelia, Doug, thank you so much for joining me on Inside the Art Studio. Thank you thank so you. much. This has been fun. Yeah, and I hope everything goes according to plan on your trip <laughs> down to L.A. and with the rest of 2018. Thank you. All right, dear listener, we're going to leave you with their first single off of Crown Shyness, No Ordinary Wave. Enjoy.
Cups and Cakes Presents is produced by Jeff McCallum. The featured track was played with permission from Le Plaisir. Undercurrents from Atlantis Jazz Ensemble's album Oceanic Suite is the background music throughout the entire episode. Oceanic Suite is available through Ottawa's Marlowe Records. Find out more at marlowrecords.com. Inside the Artist Studio is the second podcast from Cups and Cakes. To hear the original and learn more, go to cupsandcakespod.com. That's cups, the letter N, cakespod.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you.